This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Percy Miller, better known as Master P, was born in New Orleans and had aspirations of becoming a professional basketball player with the NBA after having two contracts. When basketball didn't pan out the way he thought it would, Master P's entrepreneurial spirit kicked in. He's become a successful rapper, has had his acting debuts, real estate investments, written a book, you name it, Master P has probably already been involved with it. On this episode of the Carlos Watson Show podcast, Master P reflects on what he's learned from his success and his entrepreneurial spirit. Hey P. Yes. How you doing? I'm good. How you doing? Good, good. Nice to see you. Yes, sir. Hey man, congratulations on your son. I saw the Tennessee State news. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Now, were you surprised or did you know that's what he was going to choose? Uh, you know what? I was surprised. Okay. Um, I was surprised. Yeah. Um, and, and pleased that, that he chose it or, or did you have another favorite in your heart? Nah, you know, uh, to be honest with you, you know, by being from Louisiana, LSU seemed like a good fit. Uh, like he has to go to the school. So that was, that was it was great. I, I was excited knowing that it was an HBCU and it's a division one school, uh, they didn't send a lot of players to the NBA, so it, it, it all worked out. It, it all, it, it was a good fit for him. How hands-on a dad are you? Are you a very hands-on dad? Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely, I think it's all about spending time with kids and making sure that they know that you love them and, and you could get money back, but you can't get time back. Yeah, are you, you find yourself critical or uh, you tend to give them a little more room knowing that they live in your shadow? Now I, I give them a room. I give them room, but I, I I want them to make their own decisions and choices, even their own mistakes, and and learn from it. But uh, I, I try to show them the the you know the good and the bad with my life, and and uh, have them be able to weigh weigh it out. And uh, I think the most important thing um, is just being there for them, and and kind of like uh, being on the sideline 
and showing them support. I think that's the most important thing that that kids need now today because there's a lot of excuses out here. Well, I don't have this, I don't have that. I don't have my 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 dad, my life, my mom and my life. It's it's all kind of excuses, man. So it's like just being there and and being able to kind of like hold a hand through the goods and the bad time, then they realize that they have a, a parent instead of a friend. And I think a lot a lot of these parents just want to be friends with these kids, especially kids that has talent. And I, I think it, it go back to the old school, just being a parent. Now, are you a different kind of dad with your daughter versus you are with your sons? Or how does that work? Yeah, I mean, because I, I learned life through the whole team atmosphere, through basketball. Like some people you can scream at, some people you got to pat on the back, some people you got to talk softly to. So it's, it's, it's just a difference. Uh, it's knowing your team. So uh, I think that's what that's what make our family so unique. I, I know my team. Yeah. Yeah, that's what a nice way to say it. I really like it when you say it that way, yes. uh, knowing your team. And I, you know what I really liked? I liked seeing your two boys together. I was watching you with Charlemagne, who's a buddy of mine, and yeah. I liked the, the way the boys were with each other. They were good with each other. They were complimentary with each other. Young fella said he was going to wait and see how the, his big brother did before yeah. he decided <laughs> yeah. on Tennessee State. I kind of respected that, but uh, but I like that energy. I like I like seeing that it's a team. When you say that, that resonates. That that's what I saw when I saw the three of you together. Yeah, it felt like a team. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. No, it's, it's, congratulations. It's definitely important. Um, knowing that you have a team and every teammate is different. And, you know, uh, dealing with my girls, I have to deal with them different. Dealing with the boys, I have to deal with them different. Sometimes it got to be tough love. Sometimes it has to be, let's push each other. Uh, Sometimes it, it, it has to be. But I think the most important thing that I teach everybody in my family, I teach them hard work. Like, you don't want nobody to give you nothing. All you want is the opportunity. So I think that's the difference with my kids that that I see that it it, it is a difference because when kid when uh kids just get whatever they want from their parents because their parents are successful they normally gonna feel because they the, it's a whole pride issue and I think that that was the greatest thing I was able to do with my kids instead of just having nannies and stuff around actually being in their lives and and teaching them hard work. It's not about how much money you have, but when you understand what hard work is, I feel like, and you understand who God is and you understand right and wrong, then you could overcome anything. And I think that's what, that's what, that's what I, I learned to do different than a lot of people. I say, you know what, I got to spend time with them. I can't get time back. I could get money back, but, and I got to show them that I love them. And I got to show them that it's, every day is not going to be perfect. We're not going to be a perfect family, but it's going to be love in this house and it's, it's going to be discipline. It's going to be uh, difficult times, but you have to trust the process when you when you work hard and you make sacrifices, then then we could build generational wealth because we're not looking for somebody to give us something. We're just looking to create an opportunity. And uh, and make the best out of it, and and get better and grow. So yeah. B, what, what were you like as a kid? If I had met you, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. What were you like? Uh, I was an entrepreneur. I cutting grass, carrying groceries for the elderly. 
making my little 25 cent, 50 cent, um, but feeling good about it, knowing that I'm doing something to help my family and being able to go back and, so I live with my grandparents, uh, to go back and give my grandparents the little money that I made, you know, working at the store just made me feel good. It never was about me. It always was about the family and, and trying to make it up out of this property. So uh, I, I've always was working. Uh, I understood sacrifice and I understood family as, as a young person. So I think that was a good thing. And, and my, my grandparents also made, made sure that I went to church. So, uh, and that's what I passed down from generation to generation. You gotta know who God is and nothing is gonna fall out the sky. You gotta be willing to put the work in. When did you have confidence that things were gonna work out? Because I hear you with that work ethic but, but, you know, a lot of people, you, you often talk about trust the process. I hear you say a lot of things that say it will work out. And, you know, a lot of us don't have confidence that it's going to work out. A lot of us have had bad experiences or at least perceive that we've had bad experiences. Yeah, and- well, confidence is the most important thing. Uh, I teach that to my kids now. Uh, you don't have to be the best player on the court. But if you think you are, you will be. And confidence is the key to success. Um, a lot of people don't realize that if you don't believe, nobody else going to believe. So you got to get up every day with that attitude that I'm the best. I'm going to overcome this. Uh, never speaking negativity on yourself. Uh, always being positive. Even when I was in a ghetto having nothing, I said, you know what? One day I'm going to be successful. So I didn't dwell on the past. I, I think that confidence will make you realize that you can't change the past, but you can't change the future. So this is, this. I mean, this is the way I've always thought, even, even in poverty. I was always thinking that one day I'm gonna make it out of this. Like, this is only temporary. So uh, a lot of people use negative words, like I'm gonna die here, I can't make it out of here. I've never thought that way. I've always said, this is only temporary. Like, it's something bigger for me. And, P, do you think that is because you were with grandparents or you were with older people that you had? Because you have, you, you have that country sense to you. Yeah, that, the, the older people, it wasn't about money. It's always, it always was about knowledge and wisdom. And I think that's what I was able to take with me, uh, the wisdom that the elderly had to be able to soak that up. I start realizing that... Um, Anything I do, I can't do it for money. I got to do it because I love it. Uh, I got to be passionate about it. And that's, that's what they taught me. And I think that really built my confidence knowing that I will be successful if I do something that, I, that I'm passionate about and I love. So um, being around older people, it, it gives you that mindset. Uh, they, they say you have an older soul after that because they're not going to play with you. Like, Older people are just going to give it to you raw. They're going to give it to you the truth, especially the ones from the South. They're just going to tell you, you know, it's not easy, but you can make it if you put the work in. And it, how bad do you want this? Uh, how bad do you want to be successful? Uh, it's going to take you. We did everything we could do, but we invested in your education because it's going to take people like you to take us over the top. And that's why I always invest in the next generation. 
I feel like the elderly invested in me and I want to do the same thing with the next generation or uh, invest into their education. I feel like if we educate the next generation, then we're, we're going to be all right. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. P, who are some of the people that you've looked up to over the years, either when you were young and coming up and trusting the process, or even today, who are some of the people you've, you've admired or learned from or studied? Yeah, I mean, I, I admire people like Muhammad Ali. Um, when you look at, uh, like, just business people, uh, you know, I started reading this book, Why Should White Guys Have All the Fun? And... Um, I mean, this guy taught me a lot because what he'd been through in the 60s and the 70s and to overcome and be a billionaire back then, that made me realize that it's possible. And, and understanding that this guy went to uh, 
college in Virginia, then he went to Harvard and uh, he wanted to see stuff on both sides. Um, we have to think outside the box. And, and, and if we're gonna be able to build economic empowerment, we have to be able to see it from the other side too, not just from our standpoint. Uh, we have people now going into space. <laughs> we got some of the top CEOs in the world going to space. Like, what are they going to space for? They know something we don't know. And guess what? It's no African-American people on those spaceships. It's like, you know, we got to start thinking 10 years and 20 years ahead. Uh, and uh, we have to start to be able to, uh, to team up. We are stronger together. I feel like as a culture, we're not putting the wealth together in uh, building together and uh, preparing for the future. We, we, we live in a now. Uh, other cultures live in, in the future. And it's all about preparation and education. So, uh, yeah, I think I, w I want more. I want more black folks to be able to come together in business and, and build economic empowerment. Uh, if you look at back in the days, it was trying to do this with Black Wall Street. But think about it. We're not thinking like that. Um, and, and that's the way we take take away poverty. We take away the injustice that that we're going through. Um, and it's just about if you look at we spend trillions of dollars, but we're not investing in anything. We were probably one of the most uh, spending cultures in the world, but we're not investing or saving or creating wealth. And and that's the thing that that I feel like. Uh, when we start teaching financial literacy to our young people, we could bridge that gap. And, and, and P, why do you think we have, have been more of a spending culture than an investing culture? Do you think it's lack of knowledge? you think it's lack of will? you think it's different priorities? Why do you, why do you yeah, think I, that I is? think it's a little, a little bit of all that. Uh, we was taught that we need all these nice things, but we don't know why. And like you said, it's, it's, it's all about a lack of knowledge. Uh, we haven't been taught investments, stock market, um, how to create wealth. But we've been taught how to spend because we want nice things that we see. So, um, but other cultures, they have nice things too, but they create a business to go get those nice things. So now they, they, they using the business to buy some and build more wealth. We just using the wealth that we have to spend. And that's why a lot of us only successful for a couple of years when you look at as athletes, entertainers, it's a three to five year and then it's back to the ghetto because of the lack of education, uh, back to square one. Um, these, these other uh, cultures are passing down generational wealth and we're trying to figure out how to get in the game. P, take me back for a second. When you broke through, when you look back at your success musically first, and I understand that you think about your success more so as business even than music, but if you go back to your success musically and breaking through, break it down. Why do you think you broke through? What happened that made you one of the very few people that ended up with hit records and millions of dollars in a successful music career? 
Yeah. Well, I think, like you said, I think it's education, me investing into myself. Uh, as a young kid, I went to see Michael Jackson attorney and realized that Michael Jackson was getting 22% of record. And I had to spend $25,000 with this guy to sit down and talk to him and to realize that if Michael Jackson getting 22% of record, what's the next big deal? And the guy told me, he said, would be a distribution deal where you get 85% and a record company get 15%, but you're going to need $200,000 marketing and promotion money. And this was in the 90s. So I had to go back to selling CDs and cassettes out the trunk of my car to raise that money to think I can get a deal of that magnitude where I can own 85% of the company and I could give the record company 15% for distribution. Uh, it's all about education. Um, and once I got that information, even though that cost me $25,000 in the 90s, I made an investment that took me to Forbes, uh, riches under 40. Um, it took me to a level of life coming from private to make hundreds of millions of dollars. So you have to be able to invest in yourself. And there's a lot of sacrifices that you have to make. It wasn't easy. I had to get a great team. Uh, I had to find experts. I had to find publicists. I had to find street teams. I had to find corporate people to go in to these uh, uh, vendors to sell my product because I'm doing this on my own, not independent. Uh, we was the world largest independent music company uh, in black owned, which was never heard of. This, is, this wasn't a, a business to see people that look like us with ownership. Uh, we normally be just the artists. And to be the artist, the CEO, uh, that was unheard of. But it was a lot of hard work. And it was finding the right people, putting the right people in the place. So I think that people got to realize it's not all about you. It never just been about me. It's been about having a great team. And even to this day, getting into the product business and being able to put uh, food product into stores is finding the right people, the right experts, uh, and building and creating the right team. And it, and that all come from me playing basketball as a kid. And I use that same system. I want to find the right team members to put on my team. And it's not just about me. Uh, I also, as I matured and, and, and start realizing that it's a higher power and I start realizing that if I put God first, the blessings will continue coming. And uh, I feel like now I'm, I'm even more stronger than what I was then because not only I have the right team, but now I'm putting God first in everything that I, that I do. So I feel like I could bless more families. Uh, I could give more people opportunities. I could create more jobs, more revenue for our people. So it's a blessing and I'm constantly growing and I don't know everything. I want to have people around me that's going to push me. I'm going to push them. Um, so it's all a process. I tell people, trust the process. If you want to grow, you want to get better, you have to trust the process. I feel like everything that I've been through with No Limit has made me stronger of a businessman to create another empire, which is which is uh, what a lot of white guys go through. Uh, they successful, they feel 
they they lose millions to create billions. So it's it's a process, man. It's it's about being at the right age limit to 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 be able to have the wisdom, and you have to be able to go through something to be able to take it to the next level. Um, life is like a seesaw; it go up and down. And you have to be prepared. You have to be strong mentally. You have to have a strong team. And um, for me, I had to diversify my portfolio to get through this. So when one business having a rainy day or storm, another business I could take from that that's having sunshine. And I know they taught us the traditional way back in the days. You only have to be great at one thing. And and that's not true. If, if I was just great at one thing, I'd have been done. My time would have came and went. Um, so I just thank God that I was able to diversify my portfolio. And where I'm at now to take this to another level to be able to feed more families. We can't take this uh, temporary success with us, but you can leave an imprint on this world that can change this world. And uh, so that's why I've always looked up to the Reginald Lewis, the uh, Muhammad Ali. Um, successful you know reginald lewis paid for my college so i love yeah. i love that you said that we were having trouble coming up with money for me to go to college and i read about him in the wall street journal i saw a picture of a black man at the cover of the wall street journal with the name of that book and i found his address in the library and i wrote to him uh, i wrote to a lot of people and he was the one who wrote back and uh and and gave me a scholarship which i know You've done for a lot of people as well, uh, too. Now, he was an amazing man. Yeah. And uh, I just love that journey to see us doing something the right way. They don't show that. They don't brag about that. The media uh, don't celebrate that, which is a, which is a shame. Because if it was something negative, this guy was getting in trouble, this would be everywhere. And I think those are barriers that we have to break. Uh, like, even with me. You know, if my kids was going to prison, it'll be a big story. They're going to college like, oh, OK, well, that's not sexy. That 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 don't make good news media. Uh, but that's what we have to break those. Uh, those stereotypes that they put on us. And uh, I think if we celebrate that more, we're going to have more kids wanting to go to college, we're gonna have more kids wanting to do the right thing. And so uh, that's just the path I'm on right now, saying let's break through those barriers and uh, let's celebrate the ones that are doing positive, that are educating our people and that are, that are growing because none of us perfect. P, did you, uh, I, I talked a while ago to, uh, to Deion Sanders and he was talking about the fact that on the outside, everybody saw prime time. On the inside, he was having a tough time. Yeah. Um, uh, Michael Irvin, the playmaker, told me the same thing. Lots of other people, you know, success is not always shiny. Ha has, have you had anything similar in that way, or have you had a, a smoother ride than maybe those guys had? The thing, the thing about, I, I, I've had a great ride, but everybody deal with struggles and pains different. Uh, I lost people along the way, uh, so it definitely make you think and, and put you in those places to where you got to be on all the time because people, uh, kids want to see you, business people want to see you. Uh, and you don't get a chance to moan. You don't get a chance to hold your head down because people look at you like, and, and which 
uh, it's just being a human. And you just have to sometimes you just have to just get away and keep moving and spend more time with your family. And just know, like I said, uh, we all are human. So, but when people look at you to be the leader, you have to stay on. You have to try to be stronger for the rest of the family. And, and that just come with, with everybody role. And uh, I mean, like Deion Sanders and them said, like, if you're going to be the leader of your family, if you're going to be the leader of your business, like, you're going to have to make a lot of sacrifices and you're not going to get a chance to hold your head down like a lot of other people. That just, I guess that come with, the, with what you want out of life. And um, it's a blessing. It's a blessing to be able to say that you got so many people depending on you, so you got to do right. You got to have integrity. Um, you got to hold your head up. Uh, you don't get a chance to cry. You don't get a chance to... to uh, do what normal people do because you chose a different role. It's like Bill Gates is like any of these other successful people. It's like uh, Elon Musk, all those guys. Like you won't get a chance to see the normalcy that you would see in everybody else. But it, it comes with the job. It comes with the life. Um, it comes with, if you look at Muhammad Ali, I mean, even the life he went through, even at the end when he got sick, he still was a strong man. Like, you like, wow, I can't believe this guy actually coming up doing what he's doing with what he's going through. But it's the life he chose. And, and that's why people remember him and knowing that the love that he had for so many people. And I think people wait till, till people gone to be able to appreciate that. Like, I... I want to celebrate Deion Sanders. I want to celebrate what he's done for African-Americans to, to, to be one of the first to go to HBCU, a guy that come from the pros and, and, and put it on the map uh, and, not, and not being afraid to go against the grain because the stuff that he's doing to show the imbalance that HBCU students go through where we have some of the top athletes, which Deion Sanders exposes this year is like, he got some of the best players in the world, but they won't even make the draft, but they'll make an NBA, they'll make an NFL team because of their talent. They won't get the big signing bonus, but those will be the guys that are putting the pads on, bringing the pain every day because they have chips on their shoulder. Uh, we have a guy, Rob Covington, played for the uh, Portland Trailblazers that went to Tennessee State. And this guy, Journey, was so tough, but he's one of the toughest guys in the NBA now because he had that chip on his shoulder. He come from an HBCU. No, it's not all the, the glam and everything. Like even going with my son, Hersey, being able to visit an HBCU after coming from LSU, Vanderbilt, UCLA, seeing all the things they have in the weight rooms, the student centers and all this stuff. And then you go to HBCU, it's like, Man, but you have the love and you have, you know, these guys getting up early in the morning, they're working harder, they're making these sacrifices, and when they make it, they're going to be 10 times as better than the guys that you see that has all the bells and the whistles. And uh, that was the experience I was able to see from both sides. And I had to tell my son, I'm like, you want the bells and whistles or you want the grit? You want the, the chip on your shoulder to go be the best? 
And that's what you're going to have to decide. And what I love that he decided that, you know what, I, I want to work for this. I don't want it just given to me. When I leave a body here, I want to make a difference. And I mean, he's been doing that. Uh, he had one of the most amazing camps this week, over a thousand kids, and he did it for free. And, and he's only a freshman in college. So uh, Camp 15, the Miller family camp, we've been doing this for over 21 years, but him to do it at Tennessee State for the kids in the community, it, it was incredible. I, I love that he did that. I love that you're passing that on. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock HealthLock Technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. 
Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. Hey, take me back to uh, some of those NBA summer camp tryouts. We got a young Percy Miller in there. Uh, I don't know if he still had a jump shot or not. I'm going to let you tell me. Come uh, on, he man. Was, yeah, all right. Uh, he That's was what got me in there. Like. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I had to see if you're paying attention. So now yeah. what, was it, what was it like? Because you were playing with real pros. You played yeah. in two different teams, summer 98, summer 99. Did you A, did you think you were going to make it? And B, what was the most interesting thing that either happened or that you learned? To, to be honest with you, I did it the right way. Um I went to John Lucas. Uh, at that time, he had Nick Van Nexel, Sam Cassell, Catino Mobley, uh, Baron Davis. Uh, he had some of the top guards in the country that he was training. And uh, for me to be able to, to go and train with those guys, I knew where I was at. And uh, I had gotten the best shape of my life. And uh, I think for both of those teams, it wasn't about basketball that got me sent home. It was in Charlotte, it was my music. Charlotte was a Bible-built city. And I was probably one of the toughest guys on the team. I come to play every night. I could shoot the ball. I could play defense. Um, and I think my music, sometimes your past catch up with you. My music was what was got me sitting home uh, in Charlotte. I was the last cut on the team. So, you know, if you're the last cut on any NBA team, you could play for any other team and you're going to get called up as uh, soon as somebody get hurt. But I think, uh, and I, I want kids to know that. That's why you got to have your, you know, especially when you want to do something different and something that's corporate America, something to where the world is watching. You got to have your stuff together. Nobody want people around that they don't understand. Uh, 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 or they lyrics not right. Uh, so that that's that's what got me sent home in Charlotte. I was probably one of the better players on that team. I played with uh with uh Dale Curry, Steph Curry, Dad, and uh BJ Armstrong, uh, a lot of great guards on, on on that team. Uh Anthony Mason, rest in peace, and uh Derek Coleman. So that was a that was a <laughs> a pretty good team. And uh, and then I went to Toronto, which I was about to get a deal uh, two nights before they let me go. I was the last cut on that team. And uh, played well. Uh, played with uh, Charles Oakley. It was a tough team. Ben, it was too much media. On Vince Carter, I don't know if you guys look it up, but Vince Carter agent, Tank Black, had got in trouble. And so they didn't want no more other media by me, you know, being in the music. And uh, uh, Glenn Wall was the GM at the time. And they said, you know what, they just wanted to kind of like go under the radar. It was, it was, it was bad because of, uh, Tank Black, whatever he got into, he was doing, he ended up going to jail. And that was Vince Carter agent. And uh, they didn't want no more publicity. And uh, I ended up going, I was the last cut. Nobody couldn't understand. I was putting up buckets. I was doing what I needed to do. And uh, 
normally when you're the last cut, you'll be back. Uh, you know all the plays, you know everything. And um, it was just one of those. Uh, it, it didn't like social media was big then. So if social media was then, I, I would have been on the team because you would be able to see everything I was doing. You'd be able to see me playing in the games, uh, seeing how much hard work I put in. And people don't realize that, I, I mean, I did it the right way. I did it with hard work. And uh, I mean, I could have played on both of those teams. What, what people don't realize at the time, I owned a sports agency, No Limit Sports. And I had two of the top NBA players in the country at the who, time. Who did you have at the time? I had uh, Derek Anderson, Ryan Mercy, uh, Ricky Davis. I had some of the top players in the country. I could have did a package deal with them, but I didn't. I wanted to do it the right way. I wanted to do it off of just hard work in my town. You, you know what's you know what's going to be interesting? These boys are going to be good. These boys of yours are going to be good yeah. because I've never yeah. I've never heard anyone else, P, talk about the chip on the shoulder as a good thing. You yeah. talk about it like it's fuel. Yeah. You talk about it like it's a lucky charm. You talk about it like it's why Tom Brady's got seven rings. I like that. I've never yes. heard anybody talk about it like yeah, that. Yeah, you know, with my kids, I, I, I never brought them a car till they get to college. I told them, I said, you got to walk to school. You got to ride your bike to school. That's what's going to make you tough. And uh, I was in the gym the other day with LeBron, and, and my kid was playing his kid. And, and also my brother's son was on LeBron uh, team with his son. And the first thing LeBron asked me, Man, who is number seven? That kid is killing them. I said, that's my son. He said, man, he play like he from the projects. <laughs> but that's the way I taught him. And, and that's the way I trained him. Um, is, you know, both of my kids. Like, so I've always had AAU programs to where uh, I deal with inner city kids. So my kids never played on the nice teams. They always played with Oakland Soldiers, uh, uh, JL3, uh, 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 California Supreme. These are all inner city teams, and they've been doing this since they five years old. So I think a lot of people don't realize, like, you know, Master P kids are tough. They got the chip on their shoulder. But... I've, I've never took them away because I'm always about giving back to the community. And I said, I'm going to be around these kids. My kids have to be around this and see this. And it just made them tough basketball players. My younger son been playing Mercy. He's been playing varsity basketball since the eighth grade. And now uh, his teammates is going to be the number four draft pick, uh, Jalen Suggs. Uh, Hersey, him and Jalen Suggs is probably best of friends. They've been playing together a long time in high school. And so for him to see his homeboy about to be forward in a draft pick, knowing that he had to go up against him every day in high school, it's like we know we're getting close. And the difference is we're not creating just professional athletes. We're creating student athletes. Like my kids understand economic banking. They understand uh, how to create a business. They already created their own business already. And one is going to college, the other one is still in high school. And so my thing is, I don't want to create no more dumb jocks to where these financial advisors taking advantage of you, these agencies taking advantage of you. You're going to know your contracts. You're going to be able to read. You're going to be able to write. Uh, you're going you're gonna to understand 
uh, financial literacy. You're going to understand banking. You're going to understand hard work. And, and that's what I want to change in the game is, is preparation, preparing our youth, uh, especially the ones that has talent. Like, don't just be talent. Let's go above that. Let's, let's make a difference. Let's be able to use our talent to help other people. Hey, hey, Pete, I want to finish up with a little rapid fire. You mind if I do a little rapid fire with you? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, who's the greatest player that you ever personally played against? I would have to say it's two, Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. And how, and how did you do? I did well. I mean, these guys is the greatest, but you know me. Like you said, when you had that confidence, I feel like, you know what? Even though I know these guys are the greatest, I'm the greatest now that we on the court. <laughs> it, 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 you know, they laugh. They're like, man, T, you got confidence, man. Like, like you going to go hard? I say, yeah. I mean, I don't care what your name is. I tell my kids, we don't look at names. We look at numbers when you're on the court. Like, you're just another number. Don't get caught up into who somebody is, even though I respect them. These guys are the greatest. Uh, but at the same time, when I get on the court with them, then we're doing the same thing. So I got to be just as good. I can't back down from you because of who you are. And I know you put a lot of work into this and, and I, I, I got to keep doing what I got to do to get better. And, and that's what I teach my kids. I say, if you want to be great like these guys, then you got to outwork everybody else. So if you know a guy on your team working two times a day, you got to work three times a day. What's your favorite movie of all time? My favorite movie of all times is Coming to America. Number one or number two? Number one. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. If you could have dinner with anybody, dead or alive, who would you love to have dinner with? Hmm. Who would I love to have dinner with? I said I'll, uh, I'll probably love to have dinner with Bill Gates. Yeah. I, I just think I would like to pick his brain. I like that. Uh, Pete, let me see, let me see if uh, afterwards we can exchange information. Let me see if I can help. Yeah. Let me yeah. see if I can help. Most beautiful place you've ever been? New Orleans. Home. Home. Ain't no place like it. Best food in New Orleans? Uh, I like Oceana. Like, I just, that's where I'm going. Um, most interesting thing you've learned about dreaming fearlessly? Um, the most in interesting thing I learned is uh, it's never a loss. It's always a lesson. So you got to keep going. It's not a race, it's a marathon. Put your trust and faith in God and you can overcome and conquer anything. Most interesting thing you've learned in this life about love? You can't buy it. Um, you got to love yourself. If you want other people to love you, uh, all they could do is add on to, to your love. Last time you were afraid? I guess the pandemic. When the pandemic came, I mean, I think that it it made a lot of people think, like it made me think, uh, it, it made me afraid that I, I could lose a lot of people close to me just not knowing. And just, that's, that's, that's the fear of not knowing. P, I, I, I so appreciate you. What, this was, a, this was a treat. I was looking forward to it. And, uh, and I appreciate you making all this time for us and for me. Thank you for doing that. Yes, sir.
thank you for listening to this episode of the Carlos Watson Show podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io/ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.